Hello and welcome to another episode of the Philosophy Guy podcast. Brendan Weber here today, your host, uh, Wubba Lubba Dub Dub friends. So if you've never heard of Rick and Morty, you've probably been in a cave for the past few years, or maybe maybe you've been in your ivory tower, kind of alone with your thoughts, doing some philosophy, but that's okay. So now you're listening to this podcast, trying to play some catch up, so I'll, I'll try to help you out a bit, basically. But first, I'd like to say thank you for listening to today's episode and kind of just listening in general if you've been listening. You know, you, you can help the show stay alive by subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Plus, I want to hear your feedback, so send me your feedback. You can use email link below, which, you know, kind of tell me which episodes you'd like to hear next and kind of your thoughts on the episodes that I've done. You can also help support me on the Amazon link below by doing that little shopping thing through there, and I get a little bit of commission from what they've tell me and what I've gotten. So below and then also through Patreon with $1 a month, you receive full episodes and more. And then for $5 a month, uh, a month you get full episodes and then also the bonus feed, which will include kind of a deeper dive into philosophy, like asking, for example, is, is morality objective and, and voting for next content and things like that. But you can check out my Patreon link to find out more details on that. But now, Let's get back to Rick and Morty. So Rick and Morty has been, it's been a kind of like a cultural phenomenon that has taken taken us by storm, I guess you could say. It's been mixing kind of this deep storyline, deep commentary while not only being entertaining, but it, it can make you feel, make you fall on your ass with laughter, I guess you could say. I'm still, I'm still going to be doing kind of a deep dive into the philosophy of Rick and Morty, but today I'm going to focus on the thinking of one man in particular, the genius, alcoholic, scientist, dick of a grandpa, Rick. So there's no doubt Rick is a dick, but you can't help but love the guy for some reason. A guy that never gives up an opportunity to flip the finger to the world when it tries to defeat him. So I feel like we all have that one friend that's way, way too smart for their own good. You know, that's Rick with an interesting personality to go along with it, including an interesting perspective on how to view the world and think about it. But Rick kind of poses some interesting questions for us to consider. Should we take things literally? taking things to its logical conclusion always. Kind of using a, a scientist thought process, right? Typical, you know, Rick, he wears a, a white jacket in the show, the white lab coat jacket. And for the show, they do this, and it makes his perspective funny, but also deep when he kind of takes these things to the logical conclusion. See, Rick tells us to stop following your sh- assumptions about the world, to kind of help put Rick's way of thinking into perspective, the show helps us out nicely with their character use. So in the show, we have two distinct examples presented. You have Rick, who seems to be on a constant search for the meaning of life, a constant questioning of his existence. Even when he seems to understand it might mean absolutely nothing. You know, actually for Rick, it's, it's not might mean nothing. He actually asserts that existence has no intrinsic meaning. But Rick still is trying to find a way to operate. Rebel against the system. He is the smartest man in the universe, but he can't just give up. 
he still lives on, finding pleasure in his shenanigans with Morty. But you also have Jerry. We all love kind of Jerry in a way, right? He, he lives in his own blissful stupidity, who is perfectly content with his ignorance and toying away at his own mediocrity. But maybe, just maybe, we should still think like Rick, exploring and questioning even if we feel merely like a speck of dust in the universe's abyss. Because even though Rick often seems unhappy, he also happens to be somewhat in control of an uncontrollable universe. He continues to explore and continues to ask the why question that many of us in our everyday lives, we fail to ask. Like, why do I get up for this nine to five? Why do I maintain this loop I find myself in knowing that it makes me unhappy? The important why questions we need to ask ourselves. Where Jerry, arguably without Rick, would be left to the whims of those in more in the know, I guess you could say. A small but I think impactful example is presented in the show of Rick's way of thinking. When Rick was joking with Morty and Summer, he made up a reference of the red-green uh, grumbled. Oh, you agree, huh? You, you like that red-green grumbled reference. Well, guess, guess what? I made him up. You really are your father's children. Think for yourselves. Don't be sheep. So I remember thinking to myself when Rick started making that point. That, oh, what, what, is, what is that a reference to, you know? The show makes these pop culture, pop culture references all the time. So I, too, kind of found myself laughing along with Summer and Morty and my own obliviousness. So we were following our previous assumptions that, that this must be some funny reference to something. I'll laugh along. I'll, I'll laugh along to, you know, fit in. So I'm sure many of us, myself included, have laughed along with something a friend has told within a, within a group, a story, even though, or, or like a reference. Even though you have no idea what it's referencing, you still kind of laugh along with it because you don't want to feel left out. So you just follow along with that assumption based on your past experiences. See, it seems simple and no big deal in most cases. It's not. But you see, Rick would stop and think, what are they talking about? What is this that, what is that a reference to? Why do they think that's funny? Rick wouldn't fall in line with his assumptions. Oh, it must be funny. I'll just follow along with that. In a way, he'd go along and think for himself. See, the show wants you to think like Rick does, questioning the world around you, questioning everything, and avoiding assumptions in a way, being the exact opposite of Jerry. No offense to Jerry. Now, I don't think the show is saying, be Rick. I mean, Rick is a selfish, and most of the time, he's just a flat-out dick. But we can learn something from thinking like Rick about the world. We're going to unpack this mindset a little bit more here. So Rick follows this scientific idea of first principles thinking. Elon Musk has talked about it before, saying, quote, Well, I do think there's a good framework for thinking. It is physics. You know the sort of first principles reasoning? Generally, I think there are, what I mean by that is, Boil things down to their fundamental truths and reason up from there, as opposed to reasoning by analogy. Through most of our life, we get through life by reasoning by analogy, which essentially means copying what other people do with slight variations. You know, so what the hell does that mean? (laughs) Essentially, first principles thinking is basically the practice of actively questioning every assumption you think you know 
about a given problem or scenario. And then creating new knowledge and solutions from scratch. So I guess one way to put it, constantly question your interactions like you are a newborn baby. Or maybe better yet, you kind of question things like a young child. A child that is always ready to ask why to get to that fundamental understanding we all seem to desire in some way. But on the other hand, our typical line of thinking and reasoning is by analogy. Building knowledge and solving problems based on our prior assumptions, beliefs, and widely held quote-unquote truths, you know, which, which is kind of a loaded word. What is truth even? That's kind of why I put it in the quote-unquote. But the idea of truths that are approved by the majority of people, that's what I'm kind of alluding to there. See, people who reason by analogy tend to make bad decisions like Jerry. But even if someone is smart and does this, they can fall on their face by blindly following their assumptions. Trusting too much. I think we can all agree this happens in politics all the time, on both sides of the aisle. Blindly trusting the world of their, you know, their, their, their viewpoints of their favorite talking head. Essentially, though, first principles thinking will help you develop kind of this unique worldview to innovate and solve difficult problems in a way that nobody else can can even fathom. So you ask yourself, what do you think is true and work up from there? We go through life based on assumptions. See, our brain, our memory is constantly operating within these assumptions, past experiences, creating new and essentially instantaneous conclusions. If we don't stop and think about about it, we, we, we don't even realize we're doing it. I mean, we've all done those mind games or optical illusions or even seen some forms of magic. They do that to us. They play on our assumptions of our mind, knowing that our brain will make those leaps every time. Take something as simple as those tweets or Facebook posts that we've all seen that write something typical, yada, yada. Then at the end, they say, oh, go, go read the first line again. Did, did you spot that number that I put in there? Then you can imagine them laughing to themselves, I guess you could say, or pulled that one on you, right? See, your brain was at the ready to make those assumptions for you, basing your next experience on the reliability of your memory in the past or in the famous experiment of subjects having to, they have to pay attention to the details of a basketball game, maybe like counting the players, counting the dribbles, the the little details that go on in, in a typical basketball game, right? Failing to notice a gorilla standing on half court. The mind is, is traceable. And Rick's mindset is working to do his best to deconstruct that mindset of going through the motions, following those assumptions, relying on that memory in that way. I guess you could say he was successful in some way. You know, he is the smartest man in the universe. But let's consider another example. Let's say you see an orange or it looks like an orange. It's round. It's a color orange. It has the appearance of the orange's soft shell around it you're used to. Based on what you've been taught and based on your prior experiences, you will rightly say that's an orange. You are using the experience of your past to make assumptions about your current state or your current experience. But ask yourself, what if it's not an orange? What if instead of a fruity inside, it's a chocolatey inside or filled with orange jello? Is that still an orange? Now, I know, I know that it's a silly example. What's the harm in assuming that's an orange? You know, what, what does that really do to negatively affect my life? But let's use a moral practical example. 
One that, if you can think of it before another person, it could mean the next big idea or invention could change your life. Let's think of it that way. Take the first big screen TVs, the plasmas. That looking back had, you know, really compared to nowadays, they had terrible pictures when you compare it to today. (laughs) At that time, you might have thought, they're just expensive. I'll always have to drop a fortune to pay for that new TV. Even if it gets better, the quality, the size, the slimness, it will continue to be too expensive. That's just the way it is, and it's always going to be. But wait, you know, our first principles say, what materials make up that TV? Break all those individual materials down, each part that goes into the TV. How do we increase the quality of those individual parts and do it cheaper with each individual part? You do that with each part, then find a way to combine them. You have a better and higher quality TV. That's exactly what happened. Now you can find an amazing 50-inch smart TV for 300 bucks. Before, you'd have to drop a few, a couple grand at least for a TV like that. And it was worse quality. But someone recognized and took it down to the first principles to create something completely different. It's that mindset. Deconstruct all the way down to what we know and work our way up from there. So thinking like Rick says to question everything. Even everything you thought you knew. Basically, every thought you have, we reason by analogy, but it stops us from discovering something new. It puts blinders on. So instead of thinking all around us, we stay in the tunnel, heading in only one direction outside the tunnel, one way of thinking. See, for Rick, this applies on a societal level as well. Take this example from the show. Rick says, listen, Jerry, I I don't want to overstep my bounds or anything. It's your house. It's your world. You are a real Julius Caesar, but I'll tell you some. Tell you how I feel about school, Jerry. It's a waste of time. A bunch of people running around, bumping into each other. Guy up front says, two plus two. The people in the back say four. Then the bell rings, and they give you a carton of milk and a piece of paper that says, you can take a dump or something. I mean, it's, it's not a place for smart people, Jerry. And I know that's not a popular opinion, but it's only my two cents on the issue. And also excuse my Rick impression. <laughs> um, I try to do the best I can just because I think thinking of it from the mindset of Rick kind of helps, kind of helps the scenario. <laughs> but anyway, so we witnessed Rick observing, analyzing, questioning why the hell society does what it does. Rick wants us to question ourselves, the world and society. What in our world do we think is normal? That maybe when we take the blinders off, is it really so normal? Our cognitive bias rules us. Our brain's way of normalizing the world. Working nine to five behind a desk, normal. Going to college, having kids, getting married. Buy a house in the suburbs, normal. Go thousands of dollars into debt for college, normal. Teach everyone to learn the same way in school, the same style. Going through the motions for the past you know, couple centuries, it's been basically the same. Oh, that's normal. But is it normal is the question we should ask ourselves. Or is it a dangerous assumption that we've used to normalize a world we don't understand or worse yet, don't want to think about? By identifying your current assumptions like Rick, breaking these down into their basic truths and creating solutions from scratch, you can uncover these ingenious solutions to complex problems and find a way to make unique contributions for yourself society in the world. See, Rick wants us to forget what we think we know and get a little wacky, becoming more true and curious. 
becoming smarter and more curious by thinking like Rick. Thank you for listening. Um, And now we'll be getting into the bonus content side of things. But uh, for everyone else, thank you for listening. Tune in next time. Like I said, please like, subscribe, rate, and review. And I hope you enjoyed the show.